0: to Cultivate and Keep. This is Jeremy and Corey, and we are glad you're here.
1: We are very glad you're here.
0: Very glad. Ten another out day, ten.
1: another week. Hopefully by now things are... Yes. Uh, The curve is flatter. Yes, please. Probably not completely flat, but hopefully the curve is well, Let's, not let's as be deep. hopeful. That's right. But yeah. let's be realists too, like we mm, talked about before. That's true. Um, we can be optimistic without being ignorant. hmm So, how are you doing?
0: I'm good. Even at the time of publishing on March 25th. I'm sorry. of recording. That's right. I'm good. I'm well.
1: Still good. Still surviving. Um, this is, uh, the t- topic for today is mostly unrelated. I'm, I'm trying to like, what's a segue for how we can, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my segue game is very weak. Always. um, but today's topic is Autonomy, Mastery, and Purpose. Whether or not that's the title that we ended up going with, I don't know. But um, let me see. I'm trying to remember like where this idea came from because it's, a book, it's right? been a while now. I don't think it's... a. Is it a book? Yeah, it's a I told book you? that
0: you went through with my dad, you said.
1: Mm. No? Right? Wait. Yes. Uh-uh.
0: Yes, my brother. Because mm. we, we talked about doing this topic like... Yeah, two months ago, right, a long time ago, and I remember you had the book, and you're like, "Oh, my dad, your dad gave me this book. Like you should read it with us," and I was too busy. Just kidding. Um,
1: oh, oh, oh! I oh. Okay, do you this, not remember that. This was an idea in the book. It wasn't. A, I'm it
0: almost paused. That that, what was the book called then?
1: I don't remember. We just went through Life Mastery.
0: That's the book, Life Mastery.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 I think, okay. yeah, it's a part okay. of it.
0: <laughs> you said okay like four <laughs>
1: times. Um okay. processing. My, I shouldn't be brain.
0: the one. I mean, you're the one that knows. This is your topic. Right, so right, right. you lead it. But I just remember that it was from a book.
1: Yes, you're right. It was from that book. And you're right. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Sounds
0: like you retained a lot, huh? <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously. No, no, okay. Because it wasn't from the, yeah. The, the book had these ideas, okay. but it spurred. Another idea that I've heard elsewhere, um, probably I can't on Twitter. Remember from. Let's just go with Twitter. Let's just go with Twitter. That probably sounds right, or a podcast. Either one of those uh, might go to your resources. But um, basically, the idea was that all of life's kind of ambitions could be summarized into these three kind of core pursu- pursuits, which is autonomy, mastery, and purpose. Uh, not in any particular order. But the reason why I thought it was interesting was. That I felt like it was true. (laughs) And um, basically, everything well, one, I think it gives some like perspective and like dynamics to how we think about these kind of things and like what drives us to do things essentially. Um, But also, I think that it uh, breaks it down into much simpler terms that we can really understand so that we better understand our ambitions and kind of what motivates us. Um, So, just to give her like a really quick Definition for each of these. Um, autonomy is the urge to direct one's life, right? So we all kind of deep down want to be able to call the shots and uh, and not be bossed around, right? Basically, to have the freedom to do what we want with who we want and when we want. This can go for both work or personally, which we'll talk about. Mastery is the desire to get better at something that matters to us, um, right? So it's kind of like this. And this is one of the ones that I've, I felt like wasn't really clearly articulated before, but like it's, um, it kind of talks about uh, or it kind of resembles the idea of like um, being craftsmen, right? Getting better at something over time, like the, the satisfaction and fulfillment we get just from doing something even innately and feeling like we're making progress, especially as men can be important to us. And then the third one, purpose, right? Uh, purpose is yearning to do work in the service of something larger than yourself so basically it's working um for the sake of others not just for yourself but anyways these three ideas kind of wrapping up and summarizing life's core ambitions i don't know initial thoughts questions ideas concerns
0: yeah um i think like i think a part of why i thought it was a book for my dad is because um uh, a book that he has read is because uh i've like heard him talk about this stuff a lot and so um, yeah, this all res- resonates with me, and um, I think it's an exciting thing to talk about.
1: Yeah. One of the reasons why it originally kind of captured my attention was um, just because I feel like I'm, like, a really systematic thinker. And so, like, having these three, like, ways to think about something um, made things a lot better. But also, I was, I was thinking, like, not everything will will have each of these components in it, but I think it, what's really cool is, like, finding and and doing things where you have autonomy and purpose and mastery. Mm -hmm. It's like, whoa, that's a really powerful combination. I think that's where we're all after Mm -hmm. in our work and in leaving a legacy is having all three of those things. Because think about like, imagine having complete autonomy, but with no mastery and no purpose. Mm -hmm. So basically like you're free to do what you want, but you suck at it and it doesn't matter. (laughs) So it's like, that's not fun at all. Mm -hmm. Or imagine, uh, like having full mastery, but having no autonomy. So you're just micromanaged all day mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. This is kind of like, you know, your average, or I guess like a really, uh, high paying corporate job, for example. And then you have purpose without autonomy or mastery where you're just working at a nonprofit mm-hmm. slaving away, but, uh, it's making a huge difference, but you're going to feel like a struggle all the yeah. time. And you're not calling the shots and you feel like things could be going in a different direction, right? It could be frustrating to see. Um so having all three of these things it's like, well, that could be really, really powerful.
0: Yeah it makes a lot of sense Um, you know at first glance when you're looking at these three words um, I think it's easy to like maybe just look over it and not think much of it Um, but when you break down the definitions and meaning for each one yeah I mean I think it definitely resonates really well with I think most people Um, also reminds me of kind of really how we started this podcast but from uh, the book Wild at Heart Uh, I feel like just kind of a lot of these principles like rest in, in that writing and I think as men like this is something that's really good and exciting to uh, talk about
1: yeah I mean what and also one of the interesting things too uh, maybe we can start with autonomy because that's kind of where I'm, I'm going anyways but um, one of the things I thought that was cool because I've, I've always been trying to think like okay what are the core like things that I'm after in my life and we've talked about before how like we're motivated by money but not because we want money we want the freedom from money mm-hmm. and we're motivated to work not because we love the work, but because we love um, like the result of the work, mm-hmm. and we love the impact that we have. Um, I think also, you know, everyone ha- struggles with finding purpose in their work to some degree. But one of the things that I liked about especially autonomy was like it really well summarized like the fact that I don't want to work from home and be financially independent just to be lazy and rich. Like I want it so that I can be with my family more. So that I can have autonomy on where I live and choose not to live somewhere just close to the office, mm-hmm. and so that I have, like I said, the freedom from money. So I, I don't need the money to, you know, be rich and go spend it and be crazy, um, but to actually not be dependent on that money. That's really what autonomy is, especially you know those aspects of it.
0: Yeah, I think that um, these three words really like well summarize a lot of what we often kind of go back to when we're just talking and rambling. Um, <laughs> I think that's why. We,
1: uh, Hey, we don't ramble.
0: <laughs> well, a little bit. <laughs> oh, um, every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys, that if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> should we ramble? Ramble right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're doing it right now, basically. Yeah, we basically are. Okay, back on track. Um, no, but for real,
0: I think that's why. Uh, it get, it really gets to the heart of what we often talk about, and so, um, I'm again, I'm excited for this one. So let's get into it. Yeah,
1: cool. Maybe let's start with work and like having autonomy at work because. I think especially for this, like, uh, you know, the ability to control, you know, what you work on, I think especially is a big part of like everyone wants to do something that they enjoy doing and that they feel like uh, I chose this and this is my pursuit. Um, How we work a big part of that, too. And I can tell you as an introvert, like I don't really like a lot of meetings. I like to have kind of deep work sessions, quote unquote, and like just kind of be left alone to do my work that people are different. Other people like talking with people and like meeting with people in person. And I don't know what your life is like, That's it's probably fun for you, but I don't really like that. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: I, uh, I need a mix. Like I need to mix of things. I can't do one or the other, but for sure, like, uh, I understand where you're coming from of like, you want to be in your dark little room, look at your screen and peg away at your keyboard.
1: <laughs> did you say tip tap away. At <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I could hear it.
0: Yeah. I, uh, we're all made different but even in that you want autonomy you want to be able to work on what you want to work on when you want to do it yeah and how you want to do it right um, I think of for myself like uh, my work life now from where it was a couple years ago like I love where it is now because basically every day I decide what I want to work on when I want to work how I want to work and it's great and before uh, before it was that way like it was not so great. Um, I don't know if you'll, if you'll get to this you probably will but what's the point of talking about this? Is it like because most people are not in a situation where they're working from home or working for themselves yeah. um, so like what is the point of kind of talking through autonomy in work?
1: That's a good point. I think one to kind of maybe like uh, give more clarity into these like inner desires that you have that you're not really sure how to put a finger on it or like how to express it um, and to kind of like give you a way to communicate that and what you really want um, but two, like maybe to help you get there as well. I mean, uh, like one of the things I've been thinking about a lot is the idea of psychological safety, because I've been reading a lot into like what makes people productive and what makes people do their best work and, um, what, what's the environment that kind of like enables someone to do that. Uh, especially cause you know, I work from home, we're a ro- remote company at Barometrics. And so there's a lot of people out there like, oh, well, remote working is dumb or, you know, I like the office work or this is where real work gets done. But actually there's like a real component to psychological safety of allowing people to not feel like they have eyes over their shoulders constantly or feeling a bit like they have a private space to write or to think or to do their work. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's even like, uh, but above and beyond that, like having autonomy in work, of someone else saying, "Hey, you have creative control, or you get to choose what you work on," or maybe you say that to yourself because you're your own boss, you're an entrepreneur. Um, that autonomy allows you to do your best work. Being micromanaged, having someone tell you what to do all the time, uh, or just feeling like insecure about the work that you do or the or the way that you do it, prevents you from doing your best work. And so, I think um, this idea of autonomy and Finding more autonomy helps you do your best work. So you're not
0: saying that the only way to have autonomy in your work is to either work for yourself or to be remote.
1: No, yeah, I mean, like in your case, for example, right? It's not that. Uh, it's not. R- I mean, part of it, right, is that you're an, you're your own boss and you're an entrepreneur. You have your own, your own business, but that doesn't mean that um, you don't take meetings with people and that you don't go work from coffee shops sometimes or that you don't have like real obligations, but it's that you have given yourself the autonomy to do that and to choose what's best for mm-hmm. you. A lot so, of people like working in office, right? It, doesn't, it has nothing to do with working remote or in office or in certain places. A lot of people don't like being their own boss and like being managed mm-hmm. or having direction. And so it's just finding whatever gives you that autonomy. So how do you, like um, mean, is there a way to have autonomy?
0: Uh, have autonomy, like be working for someone like in an office
1: like is that is that part of this discussion i think so yeah because i mean really like if you're hired for a job and especially like in today's age where if you're not just like a laborer for example uh even then right there's autonomy and kind of like hey you own for example Hmm. i mean someone working at uh wonder like this is your event and you tell me how you think it's best to get things from a to b uh you have you give people autonomy to you know get there when they want to, they don't have to be there at exactly a certain time, for example. Um, but it's all about giving people the space they need in order in, to in their space. Yeah. Right. In okay. their space. That makes sense. But even, you know, for example, like I am the head of growth or marketing sales, basically I am given autonomy and that I have been given the responsibility of, Hey, this is your area of expertise and this is your domain. I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. You do it and tell me what you need from me and I will let you do what you need. Even though, like, I still have a boss, my boss will give me the autonomy I need to do my to do my work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, again, we all want direction. We all want help. We want vision. But, ultimately, we want to call the shots for what we're in charge of. And we want to be given the responsibility to call the shots and have the autonomy. Because being given a responsibility and then being told how to do, what to do with that responsibility is not autonomy, right? And it doesn't feel good. Um, so I don't know, it just got me thinking about like, this is kind of what we seek with work, especially is like, uh, again, putting it to thoughts and helping you kind of maybe think like, how can I get more autonomy? You might need, um, to have a conversation with your boss, or you might just need to think more about how to, maybe like you're the micromanager <laughs> and you might have to think like, how can I give my employees more autonomy, more psychological safety, uh, the environment they need to thrive. Um, but then personally, right, I think it can maybe be a little bit more easily defined. And then it usually comes down to your time and your money and your location, kind of like maybe where you live or where you work. Um, and then money being the big one there.
0: It's my turn now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) What what do you think makes about those three? Like is is anything missing or?
0: No, I think you're, I mean, I'm sure that yes, there are things missing. I mean, I think for everyone, it it, is probably different, but I think the big ones are what you just listed. Um, so I guess i I think my first thoughts are like how good these, this is something like we can talk about it and understand it, but how do you put it into practice? That's kind of why I was asking you about the work mm. thing. Like, yeah. Um, I, th- you made a point about like rec- like part of this is kind of recognizing what it is that you're feeling. And so like take the work for thing, for example, like if, you know, almost all of us want this idea of like being your own boss and kind of being in control of our schedule. Um, and so, I think identifying where that comes from and why we feel that way um, is important. Um, But again, like what do we do with it? And so with this, with personal, so um, I guess my question is like, don't we already have personal autonomy and with our money, with our job, with our, like we, we choose those things, right? Hmm. Like we're not being told what to do with those things is is my point.
1: I don't think that, yeah, I don't think it's that we're not being told, but I think that it's not being afforded to us. So for example, if you, uh, if you have like accumulated a bunch of responsibilities in your life, um, or obligations or things like you're not going to have a lot of autonomy with your time because it's Mm. basically already dictated you for you every day with, again, those things that you've committed to, whether it being, uh, your job, uh, church commitments, side projects, you know, the business, um, you know, some people can't control, uh, like they have to literally devote their life basically all day to just working yeah, okay. just to pay the bills, you know, like if they could choose, it's they like
0: would, your life has unraveled in a way to where like, this is kind of your current situation.
1: Yeah. Okay. Or I mean, especially like money is a big one. I feel like no one really has financial autonomy until they're financially independent. Um, so in that case, basically no one has personal autonomy hmm. with their money location. No, another huge one, right? I mean, who really gets to choose, where they live. It's usually tied to a job. Mm-hmm. If not a job, is tied to your family. Um, I've always thought like, you know, if there was, if if I could just move on my family and choose to work from somewhere, like where would I want to mm-hmm. live? You know, not a lot of people do that yeah. at all or get to do that. Um, but that's a form of personal autonomy.
0: After going through the book or the book that this kind of came from, right. um, have you, have you needed to change anything like in this area or no?
1: Hmm. No, but I think um, one of the things I've been thinking about is especially uh, with the time autonomy, because like you said before, just because no one is telling me how to spend my time, like I'm still kind of the ultimate Mm -hmm. decider of that. There's definitely decisions in my life that will affect how much autonomy I have Mm -hmm. with my time. And one of those just just being like commitments, you know, like Mm -hmm. uh, the reason why I love working remotely so much right now is because. I get to choose, um, not only like my location cause it's at home. I can also go work from somewhere else, but also cause I di- get to, get to dictate my day. Mm-hmm. And really I don't like if I'm at work at an, in an office, like my time is spent there. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm, I'm at home, I get to choose how long you get to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as there's no other like meetings or obligations I need to meet, like I can choose to work when I want during mm-hmm. the day. Um, Again, a lot of people other don't have that. They might even have obligations to travel somewhere for work or they might have to stay late for certain things to meet meet deadlines. Um, but I think with the time when especially like, I mean, people have kids. Mm-hmm. Kids have obligations. They have games they have to go to, school events. Yeah. Like think about all the things that really just like eat away at your time. Mm.
0: Yeah, so I think part of um, like a takeaway for this area is Um, I think like where, where you can like recognizing where you can kind of get back in the driver's seat and take a little bit of control and like adjusting your time and making adjustments. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but I I just was reminded of, um, read it in a book last year. I don't think it was James Clear, but someone along his lines, um, basically talking about like uh, this, this guy, he's like a speaker, he's a writer, he owns a few businesses, he has a family and to him, his time is very, very important to him. And so one thing he put in place in his time is. Uh, he gives himself. Uh, uh, I think his workday starts at like eight a.m. Right, so he starts at eight, and then he goes until like six. Then after work, it's family time, and so he says from uh, I think it's from five a.m. to eight a.m. is his time, and he can spend it however he wants. And that's like a simple rule he's put into place, and mm-hmm. he's always kept that. So he said, some weeks it means like I sleep that during that time. Other times it means I'm playing video games. Sometimes I'm fishing. Sometimes I'm on a run. I'm working yeah. out. Like or I'm reading. Like it's always different, but that is my time that I have blocked out to like work on myself and to do what I need to do. And I thought like that principle was interesting, like of, uh, cause you may think, oh, if this guy's busy from 8am on, he may have no time in his day, but he does have time, but just starts earlier in the day. Right. And so that was an interesting little take on it. And, uh, kind of what his challenge was like, get back into control. Like, you know, get, you, you get to set up, you get to choose how you use your time. And I think like with, um, you know, having like autonomy and like a personal level, I think you said money is the big one. I do think money is the, the big one, but I feel like I think time is like the, the main one we can like immediately change. I think. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's the old saying, right? Like uh, if you don't control your time or your calendar, someone else will. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's super true. Like life just fills it up. I mean, it kind of goes back to uh, life margin, right? Of like making sure that you're creating space for your life mm-hmm. and for God and for creating areas of margin in your life where, Uh, you do still have the autonomy, right? Of like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a couple hours here and I get to decide how this is spent. I'm not going to let it get spent by someone else. I'm not going to let it get wasted by some of their commitment. Like, this is my time and I'm going to protect it. Um, And so, yeah, it's definitely a big one that not a lot of people think about very often. Okay. Let's go to mastery. Yeah, the next one is mastery, right? So uh, the desire to get better at something that matters. And... um, I think especially for men, like this is kind of like a really innate desire. But again, this is one of those things I feel like it's been really hard to kind of put your finger on and and define really well. Most of us have the desire to get better at the things that we do, right? Like what we kind of, uh, we want to acquire skills. We want to get better at skills. We want to kind of level up. Um, and it's also why it kind of part of the reason why learning new things or trying things is frustrating because we suck at things in the beginning. Right. But, um, I saw this really cool graph and I forget what it's called. It's like some sort of uh, maybe like a Japanese illustration or something. Um, I'm going to butcher it, so I'm going to try. But basically, you can think of like, um, you have really high challenge, uh, really challenging things, and you have really uh, not really challenging things. And then you have your personal skills and abilities, uh, which could either be you know low skill in this area or really high skill in this area. And so if you think like, if you're not good at something, and it's not challenging, it's going to be really sad or depressing, or it's going to be frustrating, right? Um, if it's really challenging and you're not good at it at all, it's going re- to make you really stressed. It's going to make you really kind of uh, anxiety-ridden. risen ridden. If it's really low-challenging, uh, but you have a lot of skill in that area, uh, it might be even a little bit boring, right? It kind of like kind of coast and chill and, and relax. But if it's really challenging and you have a lot of skill in that area, then what we get into what we call flow, like the flow state, where you just feel focused and happy, you feel satisfied, you feel like what you're doing matters, and you have fun at a high level, right? This is like NBA players playing a basketball game, right? We're just like top of the top, people having fun, they're skilled, it's a high challenge, it's competitive, um, so it's a really good combination of those things. Now, not all of us are NBA players, but that still translates to basically everything else that we do. Um, do you feel I don't know if you about you but do you feel like you get into like these flow states sometimes with certain things that you work on?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um I I, I, I at first the point you made about like when you start something new and you suck at it like it's really hard <laughs> to to like keep keep doing it. Like literally today I was working on something and I was like oh, like, like this is not naturally in my skill set. The website. So, huh? Yeah, dude, and I was like <laughs> I love the idea of it, uh and once I actually start doing this stuff, I like get so frustrated, I mean it's like mm-hmm. And I, as it's, it's hard cause it's like, I know I can do it. Like I know I can learn this right. and I can spend the time, but it's like, how much time is it going to take and how long is it going to take to learn? And so it's like, it's just funny how easily we can get like, uh, what's the word like demotivated and just like frustrated with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that example, so anyway, back to the website. So I can do that. And so I kept doing it, figuring things out. And like, I, I remember at one point today I walked out to grab some food and Connie came home, and I was like, I'm struggling, babe. <laughs> like, it's a rough <laughs> go right now. And uh, I came back, and I started working on it. And like, thankfully, like I got into a flow. And I sh- But now I'm like, babe, I'm in a flow. <laughs> I literally used the word flow, which is funny. <laughs> That's kind of why I tell that mm. story, because you just, with that chart you showed That's me, so funny. you said you're in your flow. And I literally said, babe, I'm in a flow now. Nice. And so, no, I didn't master it. Yes, I still need Corey's help after we're done recording. But uh, I figured some things out. made some progress. And so... Uh, I think it's a good thing to recognize because uh, I think a lot of people like the idea of learning um, and we love the idea of like mastering something, but uh, like the road to mastering something is p- frustrating, boring, uh, stressful, uh, might be painful, might hurt. Right. Um, like we don't, we don't like that part. Um, but like, uh, I mean, with most things that are good, like uh, that's necessary. Like the hard times are necessary, you know, and we're using a silly <laughs> website example, but um, like if I want to get better at that skill, for example, like well, I gonna be a couple more days and hours of being frustrated and whatever, and I may not be as um, productive as I want to be, but uh, like I know that I can get there. I think it's, it's important to remember that. Like um, with it, with what it is that you're trying to master, like you will get there, um, assuming you're working on the right things. But you will get there, um, just you know, putting in the time and the effort.
1: Yeah, you know, there's that saying, uh, you know do something you love and you'll never work day in your life. Mm -hmm. And it's like kind of like a cliche. It's like not a little bit skeptical. Yeah. It's not really, it's kind of BS, but I think it's really getting at kind of this, uh, ideal of again, like high challenge, Mm -hmm. high skill where you feel like you're in flow and like, yeah, it's fun, but it's also challenging. So it doesn't feel like work. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, and I love doing it because it satisfies me in some way. Um, I think that's where we're all trying to get to with our work. Like, And I think one of the keys there as well, like you said, in the beginning, it's always hard, but I think one of the keys there too is like match the skill with the challenge or match the challenge with the skill. Mm -hmm. So if you're not very skilled in something, don't jump automatically to like the hardest thing of like, uh, you know, if you're not very skilled in website design, don't start trying to code your site from scratch, you know, like start with something really basic or learn the basics first. I was
0: just trying to build a page. Okay. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so maybe in that case we need to increase your skills first. That way the challenge isn't so depressing. Yeah. Um but
0: I was also gonna say, um, uh if you're starting something new that you're you're wanting to learn and master, um like today, like I literally uh I thought about like, okay, what are some things that I like wanted to learn at some point that I have learned in the past, like what I thought about. Um and so I think it's important, you know, like for you to recall times you have like successfully learned something new. Mm. Um You know, whether it was something simple or hard, but, like, I think that type of encouragement is is good for you.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, that leads me really nice into what I wanted to get to, which was the book, which was my kind of, like, book of the year for 2019, which is Ultra Learning, uh, which kind of, like, tells you how to learn something, which is really weird. But uh, the first thing he starts with is what he calls meta learning, which is, like, basically learning how to learn something. So, it's, like, buy the right books, find the right resources, learn how something works from a high level. Um, and then number two is to focus, right? So basically, like, be able to carve out chunks of time where even though it's going to be hard, it's going to suck, but you just devote the time to it. And then three is to do it. And so to just keep practicing, basically put in the reps. Uh, he says four, drill. So attack your weakest point. So if your weakest point is uh, CMS collections for CMS. <laughs> sure, <laughs> they get me, bro. Then attack it. And classes. CMS classes all the time.
0: Classes throw me off. Yeah. A little tricky sometimes.
1: Definitely, right? So you want to go right at that and not just ignore it or go over it, but try to address it head on. You
0: know what's funny, Corey? What? Today I literally uh thought of the book meta learning. Mm-hmm. And I remember Learning. Oh sorry. Yeah, Ultra Learning. <laughs> uh it was meta learning, right? It's one of those. The, the first the, step, yeah. yeah. Uh, i I'm reading I'm about a little halfway through. Um but uh I knew that you put this in your notes today. So mm. I came on here today and like read through a couple of these and like Literally thought, okay, I'm gonna sharpen my knife today. I'm going really, I'm just gonna go ahead and attack my weak <laughs> spot. Isn't that funny? Attack.
1: That's, That's so great. funny. Because Connie
0: was like, "Hey, why don't you just wait for Corey to come over tonight and ask him?" And I was like, "No, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna learn it." <laughs>
1: That's amazing. So you're proud of me, right? That's right. I'm proud, baby. Yes. We're gonna get through it. Thanks. I'll teach you some more how to learn, how to learn. Thank you. Um, but number five is ret- retrieval. So you gotta test that learning. So maybe what we should have done before is, uh, when I taught you what classes were and how they mm-hmm. worked. And set up your CMS collection, I would ask you to replicate that. Or I'd tell you, hey, what is this? Basically. Yeah, for sure. I, I learned by why doing classes I, are impo- important? I,
0: le- I learned by doing stuff. And so, yeah.
1: And then testing that knowledge, yeah, right? So, like, maybe okay, I, I learned it. it, but like, how can I mm. then like replicate this or uh, test that I do know it? Um, feedback. So, this is where I come in, so right? So, whoa, get someone else <laughs> to give you some honest and constructive feedback and how you're doing or. Oh, well, that's coming. You. That's right. Uh, just keeping an honest second pair of eyes. Retention, then you want to basically learn to remember things long-term. Intuition, so basically try to be more creative and explore and push yourself. That's kind of where like if things start to get easy and like it's a low challenge, high skill, then like make it more challenging, right? And it's like, okay, I got classes down, I think. Like how can I put like what's the craziest way I can use classes or the most advanced combo ways classes. I can use combo, combo classes, baby. That's right. So I know my terms. There you go. <laughs> Don't know what they mean. How you got the meta learning down. Yeah. And then nine, experimentation. So like I said, kind of going, I skipped a little bit, but uh, going outside your bounds and going the, the extra step there. But I really love the idea of mastery because again, I think part of like, um, you know, the pursuit of happiness, right? Is like life, love. Uh, what's the the whole promise of the constitution I'm blanking now it's like every man's right to life. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Life, really liberty bad. and justice. There we go. Life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Um, yeah. Happiness. But part of that is, is mastery, you know, it's mm-hmm. like getting good, something about it, uh, getting good at something that matters and being able to really be the map. Like I think, um, and I don't remember which book it maybe I'm confusing books now, but someone's talking about how like you don't really see a lot of masters these days, like mm-hmm. a master blacksmith or a master sword maker mm-hmm. or a master uh, potion maker. <laughs> like referencing really old Those things. Odd, Corey. But think about it, like when was the last time you we were like, oh, that dude is like the best in the world at this thing? Um listen Monique and I listened to a podcast uh S Town a couple a few months ago. And basically it's about this guy is a really eclectic guy, but he was known for being like a master clock repairer. Hmm. And like how many you know, masters, again, how many masters is something do you, do you know? It's kind of like this last concept hmm. uh, in today's day and age.
0: Yeah. Um, you want to move on to the last one? Let's do it. So purpose, purpose is the last one. Um, purpose is the idea of having a, uh, doing a work in an area that is larger than, um, oneself and it's not just about um, uh, about yourself but it's about others and I was thinking about this and I think that um, thinking of like purposeful work you, and you even earlier you mentioned like a non-profit like, I think our mind jumps to like mm. that type yeah. of stuff and I don't think it has to be that way I yeah. think like no matter what it is that you're doing you can find a purpose in um, I also think like there's definitely like some work is more purposeful than others but um, i was thinking about like, my work for example like we set up events right whether it's weddings corporate stuff parties whatever Like that's what we do and so it, it, it's easy for me to fall in this trap of like oh, like i wish i did like more purposeful like meaningful type work um, but but I take a step back and I realize wait a second like we mainly are doing like weddings for example right um, that is most people like the biggest day in their life and they're getting married and people are so happy and so excited and it's very often that as I'm setting these events up I get to meet the bride or the groom and they come up and hug me and they're super appreciative and thankful and like that is meaningful that is a cool thing we're taking part in and um, part of my job as um, uh, being in charge of that is with like my team of of people is. I mean, encourage them. Hey, you know, we do do meaningful work. We we are playing an important part in these people's days. And it's kind of cool to see like that trickle down. to Everyone, and like watching our guys, like kind of get that and get excited about that kind of stuff. And so, I think it's important to kind of step back. Like no matter what no matter what you're doing, whether you're uh, pulling weeds or you're doing construction or whatever it is, like or you're a tech guy like Corey, you're a nerd. <laughs> like <I'm> a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> there, there can be meaningful things within what you do. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really like this definition specifically because it's working, uh, it's yearning to do work in the service of something larger than yourself. Um, And I think that's really good because like I said, I mean, your purpose in your work could even just be like for your family, Mm -hmm. you know, or like it's not yourself. I mean, in some ways it is, but like your kids are a big part of that. Your wife is a big part of that. Being able to give to others, um, you know, what does it enable you to do? What time does it enable you to give to other people as well? So again, it doesn't have to just be, what does this work result in it can be what does your work re- enable you to do yeah i also think per-
0: purpose uh, with, so with the other ones um they kind of develop like the more you go at it i think purpose can develop i think like if you know if you're um considering like a new job a new opportunity like uh, you can look at something with at face value and decide you know is this within what you know what i want to pursue yes or no but i do think like as you get into something like opportunities open up and it kind of can expand. And so Hmm. um, maybe you're starting a new job and maybe part of the purpose you find is uh, the relationships with coworkers or maybe it's, you know, customers or people you interact with, you know, um, in the break room, whatever it is, like, you know, these things can kind of grow and expand as you like the more and more you step into it.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I think
0: like with, with all the very beginning, you talked about this, but um, with all three of these, right. With autonomy, mastery and purpose, when a, if, and when you find like that one thing that intersects all of these, it's like, boom, the money
1: spot. Right, Powerful.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, I, don't know, I, I guess what, what is the like likelihood of that happening? Like, is that hmm. what we're all looking for? Or is it, you're trying to find two of the three? Like, how does this kind of
1: play out? Yeah. I mean, actually I think that the likelihood is high, right? Because, um, I think that over time, these things play into each other. Hmm. Like, uh, the more autonomy that you have, either time-wise or financially or with your location, um, the more that enables kind of your purpose. Again, whether that's like, I am saving the world by developing, uh, I don't know, uh, life-saving vaccines or, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of making stuff up here, but cure to cancer. Uh, or if it's just like, I'm enabling myself to give time into my family mm-hmm. and spend time with my kids. Like, it doesn't have to be super complicated. Yeah. And then also with the more... Usually by building mastery in something, it gives you autonomy. Mm-hmm. Like if you're mm-hmm. the, the the best at something, people are just like, I'm going to leave that guy alone and mm-hmm. let him do his thing because he's amazing at it, right? Um, and so more mastery breeds into more autonomy, mm-hmm. which that's usually breeds point. into more purpose. Um, but it, it could be the other way around too. Like if you have a really strong drive uh, purpose, that allows you to master something mm-hmm. and can give you the autonomy you need and, and to pour more into that mastery, into mm-hmm. that purpose.
0: Yeah, that's well said.
1: So whether you're a tech guy like me or a cancer curing nerd like someone else, I think you can, you can achieve all mm-hmm.
0: three. That's good. Yeah, I like what you're saying, how they kind of feed into each other, right? Um, you, c- you can look at this and say, like, darn it, like I have to focus on all three of these at one time. But right. um, the reality is if you, like, if you find your purpose, right, you can be driven and motivated to work on whatever that is. And then that can f- that can feel the autonomy. That can feel um, the other areas as well. So Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Well, cool. Uh, I like that. This was a fun one to talk about. Good pick, Corey. Thanks. I Good mean, I,
1: c- I feel like I kind of lost a little bit of the zing in the beginning so it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that I got to get it off my chest and kind of share that. So hopefully it was valuable for someone, at least as a way to think about these things and how to put a word on maybe what yeah. you're feeling before. For
0: sure. All right, cool. Well, um, as we're wrapping up, if you don't know already, we <laughs> got some Cultivate and Keep
1: merch. Hey. Get your merch. Get your merch.
0: Get your merch. Finally, Man, I can't do it. Matt (laughs) Givanesi, he's impressive.
1: Yeah, the voice is pretty fried by this time of of day and night. Yes. um, Whoa, hear that. I definitely heard that. (laughs) Get your merch at cultivatingcube.com slash merch. Not complicated. We put up a single page for you. You just choose the items that you want. Um, We basically priced them as low as we could. Um, But these things are not cheap, especially since we basically don't hold any inventory, Mm -hmm. especially in these times. Um, but if you want to take a piece of cultivate and keep home with you, feel free to go on the site and get something for yourself.
0: Sounds good. All right, do some seats.